Hi, my name is Jenny. And my name is Yuri. And welcome to Conscious Cuppa, a weekly podcast in which we explore, dive into, and ponder spiritual ideas and questions, including law of attraction. We're here sipping a wonderful brew and invite you to do the same while listening in as we share our personal insights, stories, and discoveries about the universe, life, and everything in between all based on what's written on a wooden lollipop stick. We do have a claimer rather than a disclaimer, and that is we firmly believe imagining creates our physical reality. That's going to shape the show and hopefully encourage all you conscious creators out there. And for all our listeners, there's an Easter egg question just for you right at the end of the podcast. We'd love to hear from you and enjoy your input. So make contact on Twitter at Conscious Cuppa, that's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-U-P-P-A or via email, consciouscuppa at gmail.com. Keep it short and sweet because it's all got a fit on a lollipop stick. So grab a brew, take a pew, sip in and sub up. And this week we have a wonderful special guest. It's Lucy Burns, a.k.a. the artist. Lazy Hammock. Welcome, Lucy. Welcome. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. You've Thank just you for having me. Thank you for coming. <laughs> and you've just been out in the park for a nice walk. Yes. How was that this morning? Oh, I love it. I do. I do that every day. It's uh, where I where I get grounded. You know. Mm. And, um, I, I just have to do it. Have to be with nature every day at some point. <sighs> yeah. Um, it's just it, it's just what I need. And it it gets you to appreciate that beauty, doesn't it? Definitely. It really does. And just to realise how nature teacher is such a teacher. Yes. Nature is, is my teacher, really, you know, about sort of letting go, allowing, just being. Things come and go in their own time. All the things that I've needed to learn, that I'm yeah. learning and slowly implementing in my life. So... Really good. Yeah, me and you both, definitely. And yeah. if you had three words to describe yourself, Lucy, what, what would you oh, say? <laughs> <laughs> it's that question. <laughs> oh gosh. Um I think I'm I'm very passionate. And when I say that, it's it's just in kind of I like to do the things that I believe are right for my life. Mm-hmm. So for me, being passionate about those things is important, whatever it is. So passionate, spiritual, and I say that in a way just because I think that being sort of quite attuned to nature and to myself and the belief I have in myself, Mm -hmm. um, and I suppose determined. So I do believe that whatever you put your mind to, you can do or achieve if it's right for your life Mm -hmm. and to have that belief from the start of anything and so just to be determined in what you think is right for you yeah mm. passionate spiritual determined you like that yeah yeah very good what's your question Yuri what's in your cup today ah so I've actually got fennel tea Ooh. yeah fennel tell us tea. a bit about that I've what? never had fennel tea yeah so tell us what well, it's... fennel is and I don't really know a lot about it, to be honest with you. In fact, I didn't even used to like it, but it's kind of got a bit of a licorice flavour. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's just got a slight licorice flavor. And it's, it's just a light, it's just a light drink that I think probably helps your digestion. I don't know. I've been fasting on and off this week. I'm just trying to sort of drink things that help my system, really. Mm. You know, so cut, cut out the alcohol this week, cut out the rum and uh, onto the fennel tea. Yeah, post carnival. <laughs> post virtual carnival. Yeah. And what post are you life. working on at the moment, Lucy? Um, I'm doing a few different things at the moment. I'm um, working on a new single that will be released soon. Mm. Um, I'm also doing some work for my new, new company, Stage Ready Artists. Um, that's a performance coaching company for artists, working with them on their live performances and their mindset and getting them ready for performances. Um, so I'm going to be writing some books and courses for that. Um, and also I'm running a lot of diversity forums and unconscious bias training and doing performance coaching for BIM Music College. That's the college that I work for as a performance coach, um, but I'm doing a lot of their diversity training as well. So I'm BIM college? pretty busy. What, what is that? British and Irish Institute of Modern Music. And I work in, there's six, I think about six colleges over in England and one in um, Dublin and there's a couple abroad. And uh, I'm a performance coach in the Fulham one. Oh, um, I know it. Do you? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. I've often, I've often wondered what goes on in there. You know, I've, I've <laughs> Lucy goes the, on in yeah, there. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> There's loads of things gone. Yeah, so I work on, um, I work on a couple of degree courses, and I also run masterclasses Nothing. there. Um, so it's, so it's like a music college. They do degrees and diplomas for, for, for people, and it's, yeah great place to work work for Fantastic. that sounds great so i yeah. do all that alongside my producing and songwriting and everything else wow that's and, full that's yeah. good that's full yeah and that's lucy full. where can people find out about you online um so there's a few different places just because i do a few different things yeah. so um you can find out about me uh from lucyburns.com that's l-u-c-i-e burns b-u-r-n-s dot com and that's kind of like an umbrella site for lots of different things that i do then you have my music which you can find on spotify and itunes and everywhere on on the net and that's lazy hammock l-a-z-y and then hammock h-a-m-m-o-c-k think about chill out music and lying in a hammock um also got a website lazyhammock.co.uk and then the performance coaching company is stagereadyartists.com. Lovely. So you can find me there as well. And then Facebook and all the other places. Instagram, the usual suspects. Those, you know, all of those places. Yeah. I think that's enough, though. <laughs> Fantastic. So are you ready to do some lollipop sticks? Oh, I can't wait to do the lollipops. That's the best bit. <laughs> I just wish that I could have eaten them first because I, I love oh, ice cream. <laughs> yes, I've been um, getting through some magnums for the big questions. And we've got some big oh, question ones gosh. in here. <laughs> I wondered why he chose lollipop sticks. That's brilliant. <laughs> so here's okay. what we do. We've got a bunch of lollipop sticks with questions or quotes on them. We roll the dice to see who goes first. Then we have up to five minutes, which Yui's going to put on the clock. And to answer, to ponder, to consider, each week's lollipop sticks are up on our Twitter page at Conscious Cuppa, so you can ponder along too. Let's roll the dice. I'm going to go first. I've got a three. Six. Six. Might be going first there. 
and Lucy got five. So Yuri, you're to go first. Oh. Okay. <laughs> a living chef or a living personal coach? Oh. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Five minutes. Okay. One of my things is nutrition and nourishment um, in all its abundant variety. But I, I love cooking, actually. Mm. Um, it wasn't until I didn't cook so much for about two years that I realised how much I missed it. And I missed being able to create my own tastes and eclectic mixes of food. And just, you know, whether this is a, a really good um, dish that you need a recipe for or kind of throw in all your leftovers and see what happens. So no to the living chef. Funny enough, I do have, I did have a living chef. My daughter's a qualified chef, but not that she really likes cooking for us because she Aww. did it as a profession. But mm. on special occasions, she, she, she does pull it out of the bag for us, which is lovely. So in a way, I'm a bit spoiled. I already have a living chef. Um, living personal coach. <laughs> well, with that one, I would say there's two ways to answer this question. As I often say, I'm sure you're all getting used to me saying, well, we could answer it this way or we could answer it this way. I believe we all have a living coach. We all have this living coach and it's it's our spirit and our higher self. Mm. And it's getting used to that conversation, that narrative and the way that sounds. Mm. You know, what is that? What is that voice in your head? where is that coming from is that the little scared child or is it the higher self or is it mm. the nagging parent mm. i definitely am going to say you live in personal coach and i'm going to say really that is you 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 are the living coach you are your own living coach so it's getting to know them getting to understand them getting to be able to understand what it is they're trying to say to you and what what how they're trying to help you and i think being a coach myself i am a personal coach so i think that is that is part of what my role is for other people i'm not sure i want to live in for anybody though be on hand 24 hours a day oh, that would be a bit exhausting so it's amazing that that your living coach is available 24 hours a day and it's not exhausting i guess as a parent you're kind of a living personal coach for your children. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I think I got this the wrong way around. I thought that it was, would we like a living chef or a living coach? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so which is. way around is it? Oh, it is, yeah, not that is. we are it going can, to be that. It can be. It can be that. Okay. Yeah. So okay. would you? what would you prefer, Lucy? I know exactly what I'd prefer. A living chef, please. <laughs> and... Um, uh, I, now, the thing is, I, I do cook and I, I think that I cook pretty well and pretty healthily most of the time, but I'm pretty sick of it as well. Um, I think because I do love preparing like really nutritional meals and sitting down and eating them. And also I'm lucky that my partner cooks a lot. But I think being a mum, now my son's grown up and he doesn't live at home, but having to do that sort of three meals a day, you know, most oh, days yeah. apart from when he was at school, it actually be becomes quite a chore. Yeah. Um, and I just, after those sort of 20 something years of doing it, when actually he cooked as well, and he, he cooked probably about three, four nights a week as well, because I trained him well. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I don't like to have to cook. I like yeah. to cook if I feel like cooking. Mm. And for me, having a personal chef, 
and I've always wanted one. So this is a great question. Having a personal chef and being able to just do all the lovely nutritional cooking for me, while I can just get on with all the things that I want to be doing where I think that I could be of better use. Yeah. And I could be of better use doing the things that are going to go out there and hopefully uplift and inspire people, whether that's music, writing, reading, mm. coaching, whatever it is. I just think that I'd rather spend my time doing that. Good point, Lucy. I think if, mm. there's, a, if there's a personal chef out there that wants to come and um, move in. Not move in. Yeah. No, just pop in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a mansion, so it's fine. They can have, you know. <laughs> I've been coaching people for oh, probably over 15, 20 years. I've done sort of life coaching, performance coaching, mindset coaching, songwriting coaching, kind of coaching across the board. And I don't coach anyone in anything that I haven't used or done on myself. Yeah. So I constantly work on myself um, and challenge myself and question myself so I can grow. Um, and pull myself up on things as well, which I also ask my clients or students yeah. to do as well. Although I have been to counsellors or therapists at time and I have been to coaches, I don't think that's something that I would choose. Definitely not over a chef. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and finally, with this question, would you live in if you were if, if you were coaching somebody, would you stay at their place? I, I really hope not because I really like my space. Mm. And for me to be the best of myself, I need to have my space. So I think I'd be better coming in when the person needed me. Or um, unless it was for sort of like short periods. So if you wanted to do a week and then you go and you're there for a week. Yeah, and, I like yeah, that. Idea. Definitely. Yeah. I could absolutely do that, yeah. but not permanently sort not of permanent. day in, day out. No. No, you've done that with your son already. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Lucy, it's your turn for your lollipop stick. Tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Can you imagine taking off in a hot air balloon? Yeah, heights aren't really my thing. <laughs> Um, that's one thing. I mean, I'll push myself to do most things, but heights and small spaces, no. I can't, but if you used it as a metaphor for life, yes, yes, I could see myself taking off in a hot air balloon. Being Tell us about that. As a metaphor to think about how sometimes we put things out there mm. into the universe and we have to do that first, but then afterwards, I do believe we need to take action as well. Uh -huh. So my action would be, stepping into the basket mm. and saying that I'm actually taking part in this thing that I, my intention mm -hmm. and then moving with that thing or intention up yeah. towards what I want or where I want to go or I'm aiming to go and yeah. believing that actually we all have our, we all have our hot air balloon that can actually take us there, but we have to be part of that as well for us yeah. to get there. And do you have like a, a method by which you, like a, a, a process by which you move off with that intention? Do you meditate? Do you um, have some tips for people about 
getting in touch with their intention and, and moving with it in the direction that it wants you to go. Yeah, what I usually do is I, I just believe everything starts in the mind. Every single thing starts in the mind. Everything we see around us apart from nature came from someone lying lying in their bed or thinking about this particular thing yeah. that came into being. So I believe, first of all, it starts with thought. Then you carry that through with visualization and picturing right. yourself or the actual thing and doing this on a regular basis. You know, everything that I do in my life, I, I take these steps in terms of if I say I'm going to start a new project, I will do this. So I will have the thought, I will do the visualization and I will also maybe do sort of vision board uh -huh. so I can look at those images to bring them into my subconscious. Mm -hmm. and um and i as i said i would do that regularly i will meditate i do meditate sometimes i chant but now my meditation is more walking walking in the woods and actually really focusing and being present mm -hmm. on what it is i want or i want to learn or where i'm going so all yeah all, all of those things really they're all useful tools yeah. You know, there's not always just one thing and everyone is different and everyone finds their own way. And I'm finding my own way still. And I'll be finding my own way for the rest of my life. But these are some of the things that have worked for me. Yeah, it's a journey, definitely. Yeah. Are you OK with that answer? Yeah. Got and I just realised, Yuri, I'm so sorry. I interrupted your question. I didn't realise it was one question each. I was answering all of them. Hot air balloons are your thing. Yeah, they are. Are they? Oh. Yeah, she she loves the idea of hot air balloons. So you've got, if you want, one minute to talk about. So I, I can balloon. I can do a visualization. You've got one minute. Okay, so I'm I'm approaching the hot air balloon. I'm I'm getting out of the um, jeep. I'm really excited. We've had a breakdown of what what the safety procedures are. Um, we've got our, our emergency flight jackets on and stuff. And I'm absolutely terrified of heights, but for some reason that just is not a thing because of the hot air balloon. It's almost like that is the gift of excitement that gets me over that bit. So I'm stepping in the basket. It's a little bit creaky, a bit like the old fashioned basket. And, and you can hear the creakiness of the ropes. I've got this warm feeling of security somehow. It's, it's like those sounds are, are a securing sound. I feel very secure, but yet really uplifted and excited at the same time. And then, you know, we've got some air and there's the sound of the hot air, the, the, the fire going into the balloon to create the hot air. And um, I'm with my family and we're taking off we're lifting up into the sky and it, it's it's it, i just feel absolutely magical and ecstatic and but what are you touching to I'm, anchor I'm, yourself <laughs> i'm definitely touching the edge of the the basket holding myself firmly <laughs> and what does that feel like what i'm in the, the corner what's the texture so it, it's quite rough but there's handles there so there's leather handles so you can you can really anchor yourself and you feel firmly in control in a way even though you're not the one flying it mm. there's this guy talking you through it it's almost like a bit of therapy <laughs> all i can see is blue sky we got up in the hot air balloon <laughs> nice 
We had nice. we had the mm. visualization and the metaphor. Mm. Yeah, wonderful. We covered two things with one question. Fantastic. Next one up. It's your go, Jenny. What desires or traits do you believe you inherited? What desires or traits do you believe you inherited? Five minutes. Well, my parents were quite academic inclined. I loved school. So that's definitely something that I I believe that I've inherited from them. So that need to learn, that asking questions is, is a, a big part of um, my life, which is why I'm doing this now, which is basically lots of questions. I love questions. And for me, questions is this inroad into the imagination. So whereas when you're born, you're born into the moral mosaic that tells you where to go, where not to go, who to speak to, who not to speak to, for safety reasons, to kind of protect you and make sure you stay safe, don't touch fire, don't go into the water until you can swim and so on. But then what's beyond that? And for me, that's what education should be about and for me uh, going to school and learning and asking questions has been the thing that um, I believe I've inherited from both my mother and father and my sister Bren, hi Bren, she said that when I was at school I was always asking the teachers questions and it, it I kind of got the impression it was a bit annoying just like answer, asking awkward questions um, my mum was a bit of a, a maths whiz kid, and my father did teach for a while, teaching and, and again, therefore, education, therefore, bringing out knowledge that is within somebody. That has been something that I've, uh, I've definitely inherited. And, yeah, curiosity and maybe looking into things that are considered secret or... You shouldn't be looking into that cupboard. You shouldn't be opening that drawer. You should leave that box closed. Uh, now you've said that, I definitely want to go in there. So I would, <laughs> if I was in the Garden of Eden, I would have ate that apple. There is no <laughs> way I wouldn't have ate that apple. That would be way too curious for me. What's going to happen? Will we really die? And what about you, Yuri? What did I inherit from my mom and my dad? My love of culture. Mm -hmm. my love of this idea of your roots and where you came from and really investigating and exploring that from my mum especially. Mm -hmm. um, I'm part Native American, Indian, part Black American and she, although she's not that part, she's the English white part, she really encouraged me and helped me to explore that. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely that. My mum was definitely inquisitive, creative. Uh, she's created before I was born a beautiful book from where she got my name from. My full name is Eurydice. So yeah, my creativity, my dad, I would say his interpersonal skills, his love of people, mm. just he threw a good party, very generous. And Lucy, what about you? What, what's, what traits are you aware of that you've picked well, up? Um, I'm adopted, so in terms of my birth parents, I have no idea. However, I would think somewhere in there was a love for music. Mm. Just because since the age of four, I've been playing instruments and I was writing songs from the age of 12, and it's just been a constant throughout my life. 
that thinking of my adoptive parents um there's that whole nature and nurture question and I definitely picked up a lot from them I was Mm. adopted at six months old so my life you know was with them definitely from my mum kindness and empathy and compassion for all people wow um really that's I mean even just before she died the last thing she said to my son was just be kind you know Mm. she always said that love was the most important thing um and I truly believe those things that she taught me and you know she took they took me out to like South America when I was 13 my dad was working out there and we went around the shanty towns and we went to homes of the dying and you know we we met mother teresa and we did you know i did i did the most incredible things in terms of growth for a young person mm. so definitely that sort of kindness compassion and empathy and my dad he also was um he was in education he was one of her majesty's inspectors for schools before ofsted he was also an historian I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, a teacher. I mean, I'm a coach as well, but I'm also a teacher. I'm a trained music teacher. And also I've, you know, taught my students privately for years. Those Bringing are the best out of people. I hope so. I hope so. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's definitely what I aim to do. Yeah, for inspire, sure. You know, yeah. definitely. That's all three of us. That's wonderful. Mm. Mm. Lucy, your last lollipop um, stick. Ready? Tell me when to stop. Stop. Do you have a tip for focusing or avoiding distractions? Do you have a tip for focusing or avoiding distractions? Five minutes on the clock. Yeah, this is this is a constant one. This one in my life. Um, I, I I've had to find ways because with I determined 12 years ago to write an album every year and um, I did it um i'm 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 not determining that anymore i've done it it's done <laughs> um, and i love doing it and it was what i wanted to do but it took a lot of focus mm. um and being distracted is is one of the things that i battle with most because there's always you can always guarantee if i'm doing something that usually i wouldn't like doing it's because i'm supposed to be doing something else so if i am cleaning or i'm washing up or something it's because i'm supposed to be doing something else i think really for me deadlines are good so if i know if i've got a deadline even if i do it the, the night before i know i will do it by that deadline so i yeah. like to set myself deadlines sometimes that doesn't work for people it freaks them out but for me it works also sometimes sort of using that kind of reward thing for your brain so instead of saying right because what i tend what i've noticed i do is every time i'm supposed to sit down at my desk and do some work i go to the fridge i've just noticed it i've just noticed and so i'm like right you can have that when you've done this and so i tell myself when you've done this you can go to the fridge that's your living personal coach yeah sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and also i tell you another thing that works is um meditation Mm. and the reason i say this is because you learn to focus your mind and to concentrate on what is in that moment and i know when i haven't meditated a lot i don't you know i don't meditate a lot but i meditate when i can and i think for me that helps because once you do that once you start to bring your mind back to the present i think a lot of people believe that meditation is shut everything out of your mind don't think of anything you can't think of anything can't have thoughts it's not about that 
it's about actually just noticing if thoughts come in, let them go out. You mm. don't have to grab onto them. So mm. what happens is it's about being present, coming back to your breath. And that then that focuses my concentration. I've noticed, I've just noticed it when I do that. And then when I work, I'm fully focused. Yeah, I think those things really, um, it, it, it is a tough one. It is a tough one. But oh, also there's a book, Eat That Frog, I'm reading at the moment, <gasps> which, yeah, Brilliant. which uh, he says, basically, you, you've just got to focus on the, t you've got to eat the frog, the, eat the thing, do the thing you hate most or you first, don't want to do thing. most. Do that first, first. Yeah. And um, then you do it. <laughs> I had something on my list uh, that's been on my list for the last year and I just didn't want to do it. It was something to do with domain names, all that crap you just don't want to deal with. And it's been on my list for a year. And yesterday I sorted it. And I felt so good. And I was carrying this rucksack of bricks around on my mm. shoulders for this, this one task for the whole year. Yeah. And it's like, you know, why don't we just take that off before, you know, first thing, and then we're free to get on with our other things. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I do also find with the delay thing that sometimes the delay is because you, there is some other piece of the puzzle that you're waiting for. Mm. But in the same way, you still take off the rucksack with the bricks because you don't need to carry it around because the piece mm. that you're waiting for is going to come along. So stop worrying about it. Get on with other things, knowing that you're going to come back to circle around back to that thing. I find That's that a really good point. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good point because I... I've yeah I think you're so right because the times also when I've let go and just trust mm. when you let go and trust things will happen in the right way mm -hmm. even when I used to put off if I used to start writing a song and then then just leave it for like a year or two before I'd go back to it I'd have like over mm. 2,000 songs just in the sort of half finished pile mm, yeah. and I'd go back to it and I think why didn't I finish it at the time but actually within those two years I'd learned more skills I'd, I yeah. was in a different place so what I added to the track yeah. was so much different I don't know if it was better than what I would have done before but but you know it was it was a new element yeah. so I I do totally agree with you on that sometimes we just just let go and trust yeah. yeah. So what I would say, I'd add to that, and I'd say actually what the bricks are that we're putting down mm. is the guilt and the shame. So if we if we don't feel guilty about waiting, and like you're saying, Lucy, we trust. So mm. replacing the guilt with trust um, in our rucksack, just carry ruck, trust around, mm. you know. Yeah. Put that in your rucksack every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good I point. Like, yeah, like definitely. It's time for Magic Minute. This is where we have the time it takes to go up 13 floors in the elevator to answer a question from the public. We have four questions to choose from, from a few of our regular listeners. Hello to Andrew and Nikki and Mandy. Who went first? Yuri? It was you. Yeah, it was. Yeah? Okay, pick a number from one to four. Just Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Two. So Nikki asks, what does an abundant life mean to you? Great question. In practice, one minute on the clock and the elevator doors are closing now. Hi, Nikki. So I love the idea of practice and I love the idea of abundance. So an abundant life in practice for me means a, a regular practice of gratitude and appreciation. So unless you are aware of your abundance, you can't practice it and grow it. So 
as much as I can. I appreciate my abundance. I keep a gratitude log and I do the art of revision in the evening. So anything that I feel wasn't quite abundant, I, I can I can acknowledge that. I, I, I didn't quite get that right. I didn't quite finish that. I didn't quite accept enough of that, you know. Um, so I'll revise that. To, so I'm in a state of what I do want rather than old, unhelpful and unlovely things that are no longer serving me. I hope that's helpful, Nikki. <laughs> she has left the elevator. <laughs> lovely. We have a question from Andrew or Mandy. Which one would you like, Lucy? I'll go with Andrew. Andrew asks, do signs come before or after the event you want to manifest? Do signs come before or oh. after the event you want to manifest? Oh, I like that. Mm. I really like that. The doors are closing now. I think signs are around us all the time, but it's whether our minds are, hearts are open to see them. So I think that signs do sometimes come before events, but I think that my mind and heart has been open to things, but then things have appeared that are even better than I could have ever imagined. And it's only then when I look back and I go, oh, and I might have thought, oh, that was the sign. But again, sometimes the signs aren't there because it's like a gift. You get a gift and you didn't know you were going to get this gift and it comes. And so suddenly you are just within that. So all you can have from with that is gratitude. So I think there's a bit of a, a double answer there because mm. I, I really believe sometimes there are signs that we aren't aware of. Sometimes there are signs we're aware of and sometimes there aren't. <laughs> and and you have answer. left the lift. Who's <laughs> left happy? Yeah. And our last question today, um, Magic Minute, is from Mandy. And the question is What is our true nature? What do we mean when we say it's human nature to act a certain way? And the lift doors are closing now. So, Mandy, I think um, when we say it's human nature, we're often allowing a certain uh, character to be just because you can't help it. Although I do think that we mix up what we, our social engineering, our social conditioning for human nature. And we say that you shouldn't, we don't, you, you, they're doing it because of being human, but actually they're doing it because of social engineering has says you, you mustn't do this or you have to do that. So our true nature is spirit and spirit's true nature is delight. And as a human, in tune with that true nature, there's gratitude, which we've talked about. And I think the ultimate uh, aspect of our true nature is compassion, which Lucy's mum would hopefully agree with. But the, the true nature is, for me, delight, gratitude and compassion. Oh, Mandy, I hope you're happy with that. She's left the She's left the, the lift, the elevator. <laughs> I think all of them will be happy. And all six of us in this elevator, I hope it was a big elevator. <laughs> thank you so much for listening in. And thank you to our very special guest, Lucy Burns, a.k.a. 
musician, personal coach, and unconscious bias trainer. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to expand our consciousness and remind us where you can be reached. So I won't run through them all again, but lucyburns.com and lazyhammock.co.uk, Lazy Hammock on Spotify and all the other download and streaming places. Lovely. Fantastic, Lucy. Thank you so much. And you can get Thank involved you. with Conscious Cuppa on Twitter at Conscious Cuppa, that's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-U-P-P-A and via email, consciouscuppa at gmail.com. And you can now leave a voice message on anchor.fm website. And as usual, send in your questions and answers. Thank you to Andrew, Nikki and Mandy. And send us your beautiful mugshots. This episode was sponsored by A Walk in the Park. My name is Jenny. <laughs> My name's Yuri. And my name is Lucy, a.k.a. Lazy Hammock. This has been a tasty brew, a swell cuppa, and a slurping good time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See you next time. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. waiting right to the end for our mini easter egg lollipop stick just for you to muse and schmooze over and lucy if you could help us i'm going to rummage through the lollipop sticks and tell us where to stop for our recruit question okay stop yeah over that side great <laughs> you would you like to do the honors how does your inner speech and inner actions Attract your outer conditions. So I'll read wow. that again. How does your inner speech and your inner actions attract your outer conditions?